1: slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need indeed. Week
0: 13 is in the books and the playoff races in the AFC and NFC are heating up. We're going to break them down. We're going to do a little thought or not as well today on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.
2: You are locked on NFL scouting with the Draft Dude, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day
0: what's better than this it's guys me and dudes here on the locked on nfl scouting podcast we're the draft dudes i'm joe marino from locked on bills he's kyle krabs from locked on dolphins and we are your nfl experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the locked on nfl scouting podcast with the draft dudes part of the locked on podcast network your team every day I want to issue a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers you know who you are those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. And of course, thank you for making Lockdown NFL Scouting your first listen every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Lockdown NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed.
3: Joe, happy Victory Monday to those who celebrate. Uh, we have, as you alluded to-, uh, to,
0: to everyone, even if you're Florida State, are you still celebrating Victory Monday? You
3: you won i have a controversial opinion and i'm not really interested in getting into a debate about it but
0: same same so we agree cool let's move on
3: can you state your just it will state the opinion there will be no further commentary and then we'll move on i'm glad fsu didn't get in you can look at the last two games florida state has played and there's zero justification put them in the playoff whether that's fair to them or not very unfortunate circumstances to have a quarterback injury that totally yeah. derailed your season. It is what it is.
0: Dude, last you year was so easy. The easiest college football playoffs there ever
3: was. This year? This, like, was probably, this was probably the most chaotic. You, you mean to tell me the committee had a chance to put blue blood programs like Texas, Michigan, and Alabama in, and they were going to voluntarily leave one of them out? It was never going to happen. Was never going to happen, and I think they got the right teams in based off the resumes at the end of the season. I think I'm. I think I'm on board with it. I,
0: I would have liked to see a spot for Georgia, but
3: don't it, don't lose your your.
0: I get it. Playing game, right? Don't lose your playing game. Well, don't Alabama don't play-in. lose to Texas. Texas don't lose to Oklahoma. You know what I mean? Like. It's not but easy.
3: That, that was the cycle, right? Was It's like you had to put Alabama in front of Georgia because they had the same record and Alabama wanted to get the conference. Then you had to put Texas in front of Alabama because Texas won a head-to-head matchup against Alabama. Thank goodness Oklahoma wasn't in the mix. Good thing Alabama took advantage
0: of the miracle necessary to beat Auburn to even get there, right? Like, Right. That
3: playoff race is over, though. Yeah. That playoff race is done. Nice way to get us out of that, Kyle. <laughs> Turning the wheel. We're we're going back the other way. Let's I feel like you threw it a
0: through a punch there, kinda of like, like Draeno Greenlaw there. It was
3: uh, uh the the security guy. Dr- we, we should probably talk about that game. Yeah. Quickly. Um one of the games we were different on this week. Naturally we were different on two games and went one and one. Yeah. I'm a little ticked off at Russell Wilson for throwing an interception in the end zone at the end of the game because I could have got you on both games. Could couldn't believe it, right? Uh
0: he threw three picks,
3: three and picks. that was kind of Russell's thing. He's like, he's
0: You're not like, going to put the ball in a bad throw spot. Picks. Yeah, not well, throw the
3: picks, turn into a pumpkin real quick. But we'll talk about yeah. that in in our next segment. Uh, San Francisco waxes Philadelphia in Philly after a slow start, shut out of the first quarter too. Yeah,
0: well, six to nothing, right? Coming up with two field goals, I think, was big uh, for them to you know not let it get like a big lead. But then the second half came and. Uh, 49ers just told you that, Hey, we're, we're the best team in the NFC. We don't care if we're on the road. Um, We're going to take it to them. And I think that the Eagles and their defensive issues, particularly at linebacker safety, non-Darius Slay, like they got some issues in that back seven. They really, really do. And if their defensive line can't dominate, they're in trouble with that defense. I I love a lot of what they have
3: offensively, but I think that defense is going to get in the way. Linebacker. So we're, we're waiting for the Jack Leonard decision. He's deciding is he going to help guys. him,
0: Kyle? Is he going to help him? He, the Colts just wor- said goodbye. They're, they're he in he the playoffs.
3: Well, there's also a financial element with the Colts, too. I also have a Zaire Franklin
0: work. and EJ Speed are better than Darius Leonard. Leonard well, they're more Diana dynamic well.
3: players at this stage, for sure. But Philly's got dynamic players that don't know their you-know-what from a hole in the ground, as illustrated by what Kyle Shanahan did to him down the stretch. So, you have three teams that have kind of played each other in the coagulated top tier of the NFC. Ooh, you have good, good word usage there. San coagulated. Francisco has beat both NFC East teams: Philadelphia at ten and two, and Dallas at nine and three. Dallas now plays Philly next week at home, with first place in the NFC East on the line. And then, obviously, if San Francisco can take care of business in their schedule, they play Seattle at home. San Francisco, a week from now, could be walking into week 15 because next week's week 14 as the number one seed in the AFC, courtesy of head-to-head tiebreakers.
0: Are we convinced? I mean, we'll talk about Dallas and Philly later on, but I think I don't know about Dallas, man. They got Philly, Buffalo, at Miami, Lions Detroit. coming up. Yeah. Yeah, like that's a tough, tough stretch. And they they have plenty of questions, right? Like what's their strength of victory, 330? There's right the schedule less than 400. Like, there's plenty of questions here about Dallas and like how good of a good
3: team they are. They profile very similarly to Miami as a team that has waxed not good teams. Uh, Dallas has been very opportunistic defensively, obviously, with Deron Bland and his contribution. They're the number one scoring team in the NFL. But a lot of that, again, is courtesy of special teams defense contributions. Yeah. Now, Dak Prescott has been MVP caliber player for the last, what, six weeks? The sustainability S- of that. Saving
0: like, my Dak takes for the last segment, by the way.
3: Okay, then then we'll sit on that. But I will say if Dak sustains his play, I do think Dallas can make the run. And in which case, I do think Dallas would be the, the NFC East champion. I wouldn't say the one seat because I think San Francisco is going to take care of business there
0: certainly feels that way even though some of the percentages still aren't that good for them based on some of the models you see like 20 to 30% odds right now for San Francisco to be the one seed although it certainly feels like they're a juggernaut right like they're they've got out of that little lull they're playing their best football at the right time and um you know the way that they were able to just completely like outcoach and out-leverage Philly in that game and really exploit their defense is is pretty exciting like they didn't have any answers so
3: Dallas um, Dallas has extra rest Next, yeah, and then Philly's got to do a West Coast trip and play Seattle. Another Seattle's reeling. Seattle is reeling. They are a team that is currently on the outside looking ninth in Uh, the current NFC standings. Philadelphia at one, San Francisco at two, Detroit at three, Atlanta. Your NFC South leader is four. Dallas at nine and three is your first wild card. Minnesota six and six, Green Bay six and six. You also have the LA Rams and the Seattle Seahawks at six and six
0: honestly, we we it probably took too long for us to get to the Packers, right? Huge win over KC. They're on a streak. Jordan Love playing confident football, producing. Like, that team, if I had to say, of all these teams in the NFC outside of Dallas, right, Dallas slash Philly, one of them is going to be the wild card spots. I, and you brought this up last week, I'm pretty sure, or maybe even two weeks ago. I'm feeling the best about Green Bay being one of those last two wild card spots more so than minnesota or even la or seattle like it's going to be two of those teams i feel the most confident about green can, bay
3: can i stop you right there yeah we can do the thing again they have five games left they're five games left giants monday night football next week in new york home against tampa florida team coming up to to lambo in december at carolina minnesota on the road home against chicago brother that's ten they're gonna be ten win football team. Yeah, they're gonna be the 6 seed. They're gonna be a 6 seed.
0: So they're gonna get to face whoever doesn't get the box. Probably No, they play the three seed. They'll play the three seed.
3: Which will so they're gonna, probably be the it's gonna, it's gonna be Detroit. Detroit. Well, yeah. no, we've talked about Detroit and that strength of schedule. Yeah, but they're not gonna be the four. Like the,
0: the Falcons are gonna be the four seed.
3: Right, but I'm saying can San Francisco can Detroit oh. get in front of one of the other two. Uh, I'll save my Detroit takes for the third segment. Oh, okay, you can't joke in <laughs> with some thought or not. So that's the NFC landscape as far as other meaningful games in this block. Atlanta, uh winning on the road against the Jets with their quarterback carousel continuing to spin. I have some thoughts on the Jets that we can save for the third segment, but uh surviving a pretty ugly offensive performance. Against the Jets, which is kind of what you were afraid of coming in. Ugly win for them, but ugly wins count, especially when New Orleans falls behind Detroit 21 nothing in the first seemingly five minutes of that football game. Yeah. Uh, and can't climb all the way out of the hole. Derek Carr continuing to struggle. Obviously, he was he was carted off the field for that game. Yeah. So yeah. I think this, this race is Atlanta's to lose. Atlanta, the only team in the division without a loss thus far. They're 3-0 in the division. And, and with five games to play, they got three more games against these caliber teams.
0: It's looking good for that. The wild card; those last two wild card spots is where I feel like it gets interesting in the NFC. We're going to focus on the AFC here in just a moment. Stick with us. But look, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. This time of year can be challenging for some people, and it's natural to feel some sadness or even anxiety about it. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all the stress and change. Something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded and give you the tools needed to manage everything that's going on. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, be sure to give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire. That'll get you matched with a licensed therapist, and then you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H E L P.com slash locked on.
2: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
3: We should probably do this first, this time around. We're talking the AFC playoff race. Uh, The Miami Dolphins are currently the one seed at 9-3. The Baltimore Ravens, who are on a bye this week, are currently... The two seed also nine and three. Jacksonville plays tonight with a win. They would move up to the one seed. Uh, They are eight and three playing Cincinnati tonight. Kansas City losing in Lambeau to the Packers, falling to eight and four. Then you have four, seven and five teams in the race for three wildcard spots currently, plus a couple of six and six teams. You have Pittsburgh currently the five, Cleveland currently the six. Indy currently the seven Houston is on the outside looking in courtesy of head-to-head record. They are also seven and five. Then you have the Denver Broncos and Buffalo bills at six and six.
0: Yeah. The race for the one seeds pretty interesting with Miami, as you mentioned, holding it. If Jacksonville beats Cincy, they they become the one seed, but the dynamics, I guess Kansas city's the four, but certainly not out of it with the tiebreaker over Miami and Miami gets a chance to play Baltimore, Yes, Kansas City has the tiebreaker over Jacksonville,
3: right? And, like, and Jacksonville plays Baltimore as well. That's why you play the games.
0: But I so, feel it, it's those teams that—that's the mix.
3: Well, yeah, Kansas City already has a head-to-head against Miami, like you said. So, what's what's the lowest win total we've had for once? He was Tennessee was twelve and five a few years back, if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah, it's prob- that's probably it. Because Kansas City's had such good records. I mean, when's the last time they had yeah. four losses at this point in the season? Be big for Miami. Uh, big win. I mean, had the game we anticipated against Washington. Um, but if the AFC goes through Miami, that that's huge, right? They're, I feel like that would be potentially 15, the biggest home field advantage 15,
3: you can get. 15-2 in their last 17 games at Hard Rock Stadium.
0: Yeah, making those other teams come down to South Florida, also meaning you're not going anywhere else. Right. We know how, you know, that the Dolphins in a very sophisticated offense with motion and timing, being at home and not in loud environments is going to be helpful for that. And, you know, they're they're cruising. They're they're beating the teams they're supposed to.
3: What's next? The Titans and then the Jets? Titans, Jets, the next two, and then they're home against Dallas. Dallas, Baltimore, Buffalo to close it out, right? Like yeah. So for their last five at home, which yeah. is the inverse of what happened last year when they were sitting at eight and three and had to go on the road for that three game stretch where they yeah. were West Coast back to back Chargers San Francisco and then had to go to Buffalo, then they played on Green Bay and the Packers and two had the concussion and that
1: that yeah. was
3: it. They're going to be eleven and three going into that stretch. So, I I sort of feel like Miami's very much in the driver's seat here. Well, I think it depends on what happens with with Bal because Baltimore playing them at home. The challenge with that is Baltimore's two games before that are at Jacksonville and at San Francisco on Monday night. It's going to be, it's going to be a bloodbath. So that I think that's what the Packers win last night was huge because it was going to be very easy for Kansas city to just hold serve and keep going. Well, now they're a game back in the loss column, to three teams, including two that they've won against head to head.
0: The, The driver's seat might be Jacksonville, Kyle. Bengals, browns ravens in jacksonville bucks panthers titans like to me they have the clearest path in my opinion
3: and if they win tonight they are in the one spot yeah i
0: will play them all but i feel like that's the team that's really in the driver's seat you you look at go ahead you're gonna
3: have to root if you you want that to happen you're gonna have to root for baltimore If, if you want somebody who's not jacksonville that baltimore game's huge yeah but i
0: i don't know i sort of I guess I guess I trust Jacksonville a little bit more, to be honest with you. Than Baltimore?
3: Yeah. Really? I think so. I think that'd probably be an uncommon opinion to have if you ask people to hold those two teams up against each other. It's it's
0: less about it's more about their path.
3: Okay, that so it's game, less about the in Jacksonville, head to head. They have to go to
0: San Francisco and they have to play Miami. <laughs> their easy games are the Rams and Steelers, who are both like I mean, we could, you could say what you want
3: about both teams; they they're not pushovers. Well, Pittsburgh might be now. They might be. I mean, we we didn't we haven't really gotten into the the rest of the results from this week. But is there a worse loss than Pittsburgh losing by two touchdowns to Arizona at home? It's bad. Losing Kenny Pickett in the process.
0: Yeah the the NFC West made a little noise in the AFC Wild Card race yesterday with the Rams beating Cleveland. And the expected. Cardinals beating Pittsburgh.
3: We expected one. Yeah. We didn't expect the other. Now, for Cleveland having having to run Joe Flacco out there to yeah. start.
0: Started off looking good. And right. then they played the rest of the game, you know. And...
3: Right. right. So, I guess what's fascinating about that is is talking about how about the AFC North teams and what they have left. So, Cleveland is home against Jacksonville, home against Chicago. They have to go to Houston, who's the outside looking in seven and five team. They have to play the Jets at home on a short week, week 17, and then they're at Cincinnati. So that's Cleveland. How many wins do you think they get out of that group sitting at seven wins right now? Two or three. Pick one. We're going to have to do the thing. Pick one. Pick one what? Two or three. Pick one. Oh. Two. Okay, so that's a nine and eight football team. Pittsburgh, home short week against New England this week on Thursday night football. Three points wins the game. Do they kick a field goal at some point? Yeah, I think they get that one. Okay, so they'll kick a field goal and win three nothing. That'll be cool. Maybe they'll win three two. Then they play another seven and five team in Indianapolis. In Indy on Saturday. Now they get extra rest because it's Thursday. Then they're home against Cincinnati, the Jake Browning Bengals. At Seattle, at Baltimore to close the season. They probably I'm, get two, three. I mean, thank God you get New England at home on a short week. Right. If ever there was confidence points that you were going to have the, the home team win on a short week on Thursday Night Football, it would be this week, right? Right. And then you got... I don't know that they win. I guess for, for Mike Tomlin's purposes, they have to win another one but I wouldn't feel good about picking them to win any of them.
0: Right. The team that got the biggest win is probably the Colts being able to hang on against Tennessee, two block punts in a row, missed extra point.
3: So can we pour it out for Ryan Tannehill, getting put in a position to have to hold the extra point? Um, Tennessee misses the extra point in regulation and sends the game to overtime.
0: Yeah, this is a very sensitive topic for me because I've been told for years about just put any player in there as the holder. There's no reason uh, to – to
3: care about it didn't you tweet yesterday holders matter i did, did, did yeah didn't i send you see you send that tweet i you're damn right i did <laughs> so stonehouse gets hurt and that's already a sensitive subject because we're huge fans of ryan stonehouse yeah dude has an absolute cannon for a leg two blocked punts one return touchdown. yeah the next one re- returned inside the f- what five yard line yeah a missed extra point in regulation and then you turtle in the red zone offensively in overtime. If you're Tennessee, that was as bad of a loss as any team had the entire week, including like Kansas City, who had a lot of playoff leverage on the line.
0: I, I'm not sure it's a bad idea to defer or not defer to kick in, in
3: playoffs and not in the, in the in now overtime. That, now that you're as long as you trust yourself to, to not, but the first time somebody kicks, I know, and, I know, I get it. Give up a touchdown. How many times are going to see a field goal get outdone by? A so touchdown. Then so then don't play for the field goal, which but is what becomes a, did.
0: the big thing is it's a four down game for you on offense. If you get a stop, if you don't allow a touchdown, it's a four down game for you on offense, and I think that's huge.
3: I don't disagree with you. So I feel like Indy I'll save the thought for next segment. That'll be my first thought. Next segment. Okay. Oh, it sounds like we got a load, loaded we have a billion things to talk about. All right, so We got a
0: billion things to talk about.
3: Talk about uh, but, let's talk about me going to, to FedEx field yesterday. Huh? Tell us all about it, Kyle. So I used our friends over at game time to get my t- I bought my tickets on Saturday night. So less than 24 hours before the game. And it's about a 90 minute drive for me, but I got on game time and I was kind of looking around trying to get a gauge for uh, where I wanted to sit. I knew I was going to the game. I just didn't commit to buying tickets. Sure enough. Uh, It was fan appreciation day at FedEx field and 70% Dolphins fans. A lot of tickets for sale. The prices kept going down the closer you get to the game. So I got a really good deal. Plus I used the uh, game time promo code as well. Saved myself an extra $20 with locked on NFL as the promo code when I made my first purchase after I made my account after downloading the account. But um, yeah, I went and had the tickets within an, an hour were delivered to my phone. So I had them on my phone ready to go. And uh, had it in my virtual wallet on my iPhone, and it was super easy getting in. And it was a very uh, cut and dry experience to pick last minute tickets and get myself into the game at FedEx.
0: So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets,
3: lowest price guaranteed. Guaranteed.
0: Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All
3: right, so, well, let's just
0: we do it. We, we, I got three. How many you got?
3: Okay, I I started with two, and now I think I've got five more just from oh, talking God. through this. So, all right, me let
0: me let me, me hit you with this one. uh The Lions, the Detroit Lions, season ends when they meet the Eagles, Niners, or Cowboys in the playoffs. versus any other playoff team i think yeah i think they i think they beat any team but as soon as they play one of those three it's over for them what happens if they what happens if they're the three and they catch green bay that's fine then whenever they get to one of those three teams i don't i'm not saying they can't win a playoff game i expect them if they don't play i expect them to win any game but i'm saying i
3: could could very easily see them losing a home game to green bay with how green bay is playing right now. oh so you're saying it's deeper you're saying it's deeper I, th- I think I think that the pool of elimination Ooh. teams for, for Detroit is deeper than just those. Wow. Things. Okay, that's fun. Go so ahead. I'm going to say not on that thought. I
0: like it. Wasn't the angle I was expecting you to take, but I, it's it, you you exceeded my expectations there. Well done. My
3: thought is at this stage the AFC South may put three teams into the playoffs.
0: <laughs> Could you imagine?
3: I mean, Could this Colts team just imagine. not dying, and they they have a pretty digestible schedule with the quarterbacks. The next two weeks, they got Jake Browning and Mitchell Trubisky, and then Desmond Ritter, and then Aiden O'Connell. Three. That's for the last five quarterbacks that they play.
0: And Houston's got the tiebreaker over Denver, which feels big.
3: Yes. And Bengals Houston, are out. Houston plays the Titans twice. They play the Jets next week. They're at seven, so like that's ten.
0: So you need Indy. I mean, so the reality is, and we just Houston's did the not North. in right now.
3: Yeah, we just did the AFC North. We, like, we ooh, see ooh, Pittsburgh
0: nine. and Cleveland coming out, right? Probably, yes. Probably. So who's coming in? You think it's Indy and Houston? Indy, it's 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 two of these four teams: Indy, Houston, Denver, Buffalo. And Buffalo's got the schedule problems. They got the they have the team, but they don't have. Right. They, they they have the team, but but you yeah. don't have, really have the draw.
3: No, and you you screw you screwed up already. You screwed up already. And boy, I I if I were you, I'd be real ticked. I'm catching Kansas City coming off a of loss. Uh,
0: the timing of the Bills' games have been really bad this year. Whether it's been getting it's Cincinnati been the for the for the like- two weeks when they're actually good, <laughs> you know what I mean yeah yeah but it doesn't matter they they got to do the things that they're supposed to do yeah i i thought about that as i was processing that kansas city game and naturally just not rooting for kansas city for obvious reasons right but then i'm like oh man they're coming off a loss you know the two best teams coming off losses in the nfl over the last three years have been the bills and the chiefs so something's got to give here Ooh. Uh, both teams coming off losses the bills with extra rest i don't know if that matters but so. Uh, so that's your thought. I'll say you got a chance, but I am not. Man, you're probably – there's a lot that has to happen. You need both of those teams to fall out. We need one but, of them to fall out.
3: But we just went through it, and it's like we I feel like they're nine-win teams. And, I think and you got I, a good need, chance. We can very easily find a path to three more wins for each of the South teams.
0: Dude, if you're an AFC division winner and you get to host, insert whatever team, come on. As long as it
3: ain't the bills, right? <laughs> but the bills, the bills effed it up. The bills effed it up. Well, not yeah, they're not done yet. Okay, I think I think they'll make a little run.
0: They they got to win at least four out of five.
3: Can they? I yep. Think, I I I think they will be a fringe ten. That week uh, week eighteen games gonna be really interesting.
0: We'll see. We'll see. We'll play them all and see what happens. Okay, I guess you're back up, or is it me? No, you're no, up. You're up. Okay, uh, here it is. Kyler Murray should be the Arizona Cardinals quarterback in twenty twenty-four and them getting seeking a new quarterback this offseason is not something they should consider.
3: Uh from a financialist perspective, I think that's very cut and dry. I don't know from a play perspective, it, it merits one way or another. But with the contract that they gave and and where that contract is has matured to be, I have a really hard time justifying yeah. moving on from Kyler. Like it's You just got to kind of roll with it it for a little It's going to ruin you for another two years if you get rid of that contract. Yeah. It's feeling better, though,
0: without Cliff, with some of the competitive scrappiness of the team. Kyler Murray coming off the injury in unusual circumstances, playing reasonably well. Right. I feel better
3: about it today than I did entering the season. I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, too. Um Robert Sala's handling of the quarterback situation after Aaron Rodgers' injury is a fireable offense. Yeah, it's, I think that's a great take. That's We're, a great yeah, take. We, we sat here and sat on Zach Wilson for two yeah. months, and then you start Tim Boyle, and Tim Boyle gets two games, and you're like, We might we might start Trevor Simeon now.
0: Right. Right. Especially because there's been quarterbacks, whether it's Josh Dobbs, whether it's Joe Flacco,
3: that, that are, are just better me started, ideas. I ain't even talking about Joe Douglas. Don't get me started on Joe Douglas.
0: Well, and maybe that's where you extend it a little bit more. Robert Sala can only play Tim Boyle or Trevor Siemian, right? I think but how hot do you take, Zach, Zach Wilson, Wilson gives them their best chance to win. Leash?
3: How does Zach Wilson get a three-month leash with how bad he played and Tim Boyle gets two games?
0: Here, I think two things can be true. Zach Wilson gives them the best chance to win with what they currently have, but what they currently have has been unacceptable. And they've dude, they've known since they've known since five plays into the season. Right. They've known.
3: So if you're just gonna start pushing buttons now, there was no excuse once Zach had three weeks of what he put forth to start pushing buttons then. And you it's, gave it another month and a half and sunk the season.
0: It's when you're not, playing, not that the season
3: wasn't gonna be sunk anyway, but
0: Kyle, Kyle this is this takes me back to the nineties when I'm playing like Mortal Kombat video games. I was never good at video games. Finishing. And you know what I did? And I was losing. I just pushed all the buttons. Just pushed all the buttons. Hope for the best
3: uh here's what about, like the commanders are doing right now too by the way but that's a different story for another day
0: they're just hoping for, they can't wait for week 18 just this is a nice segue because this is a little bit about the commanders and okay tyree kill coming off of an amazing game where they send pressure and leave leave them isolated up with uh with tyree kill not a single player in the nfl can run with them uh thought or not tyree kill is the nfl mvp
3: you know, I got yelled at from, I got a one star review on Locked On Dolphins for suggesting that Tyreek Hill was the Dolphins MVP because it, I didn't declare that it was to a tongue of aloha. All
0: right. So, d- absent of that one person's thought, <laughs> is Tyreek Hill the NFL MVP?
3: I think you can make a very compelling case for Tyreek Hill to be the NFL MVP. If we're sitting here having the conversation about CJ Stroud and then Houston falls off a little bit and we switch to Brock Purdy and then it was Patrick Mahomes <laughs> yeah. and like, then yeah. Gen City's eight and four, like, you know what I mean? I'm like, respectfully, I'm watching Kansas City lose that game last night. I'm sitting here wondering how in oh, God's name Mahomes. we can't manufacture a single target for, for Travis Kelsey. It's not Mahomes. He's your it, it's it's not Patrick Mahomes, but it, it's at the same point. It's like it's an embodiment of what Pat's working with because everybody's OK, we're, we're just going to slam Kelsey. And there's no effort made to move him around. And I guess you could run the ball. But at one point, it's a nine point game like you guys got to go. Can you get your best player the ball?
0: You, you know my thoughts on NFL MVP. I think it's a quarterback award, right? Like, Yeah. I'll, however, if there ever was a year that I would warm up to it, it's this year, and I think I think Tyree Hill, <clears throat> Hill has a huge case, and I think Christian McCaffrey has a huge case. Yeah. If, if I'm being true to myself, and I'm saying I believe it's only a quarterback award because a, a non-quarterback could never be more important than a quarterback, I would pick Dak Prescott today. Today.
3: I, I would probably, based off of the entire body of work, pick Dak Prescott as well.
0: Today, today, just,
3: just today. Now the rest of the, game, the games, games it's, matter. It's Going to change again. You, you yeah. could probably. Last ask week, I probably would have told you hurts. Every two weeks. Yeah, my answer will be different until Correct. week seventeen, week eighteen. Correct. But we're deep enough into this season now. You have obviously a big enough body of work with twelve games, thirteen games for some of these teams. It matters. Like the, the the sample size matters at this point, but how you finish the fourth quarter of games is is really where things are won. So, uh, do I want to spring? I have I have a personal take for you and I. A thought. Okay. I don't care if the Patriots get the number one overall pick.
0: I want, I'm rooting for whatever keeps Bill Belichick in place in New England and Israel. That's all, whatever that means, whatever that has to happen, that's what I want to be did true. Did you enjoy his post-game
3: comments? I did not see these. Uh, his, effector to, his effective answer to every question was about the quarterback change. I thought he deserved it. Quote, I thought he deserved it. And everything else was effectively, quote, I don't know. PR told him we had one more question. He said, okay, and walked off the podium. Whatever keeps Bill
0: Belichick running this damn operation is what I want to happen. But I am,
3: we've seen enough quarterbacks go into situations and not have success, no matter how much we think of them as college prospects. I think things are that bad in New England. Right. But if they flush
0: it, If they flush it, then I.
3: It's no longer that, right? Right, but that's. I think it's still going to take you a long time to build. It's going to take you two, three years to build back to competitiveness if you flush it. And then it's like you're going to be in the same place where you're going to be be asking a lot of questions about a quarterback three years into a rookie contract, and he hasn't had what he's needed around him, and you don't know.
0: Hundred percent. They have put. They've wrote. They've written the book on how to not onboard a first round quarterback failed him at every step of the way
3: so i don't i don't care if extend bill finish with the number one overall pick or not i'm unconcerned thought or not um
0: yeah i mean i i totally agree with that it's a thought it is a thought but i also
3: want them to keep bill belichick it's going to do it for us here on this episode of locked on NFL scouting cow crab show where you can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. We appreciate you guys for checking out the show as always make it a great rest of your Monday. Enjoy Monday night football. Uh, we have Kay Adams Tua a tongue And I forget who the third person is on the Manning cast tonight. Just so you know. All right. We'll see you there. Not on the Manning cast. We'll see you tomorrow.